Hey, wh- <clears throat> hey, what's up, everybody? It's um one seventeen in the morning, Saturday, August twenty fifth. <clears throat> My voice is fucked, man. Anyways, I um I just went to a concert out in Hollywood. Went to go see Bleeding Through with Fire from the Gods and Kingdom of Giants. Noble and I think um fuck what was the other band's name? I don't know. <clears throat> the Fire from the Gods is pretty good. Um I think they are a little bit underrated for what they are. As being kind of like a <clears throat> Hold on, let me try to straighten out my voice here real quick. It's being kind of like a, a new metal, but kind of hardcore, kind of metal in general, you know, band. And that's not a knock against them. It's, it's their style. It's not a popular style, but it's their style. Holy shit, my voice is completely fucking gone. Anyways, the, this concert is fresh on my mind, so... I want to just go over it before, you know, I go to bed and I don't talk about it. So, <clears throat> yeah, I went to go see Bleeding Through and the set was amazing. I mean, the dude, Brandon, if you guys know him, he's incredibly fucking fit. So, you know... I've watched bands in the past where dudes are, maybe they're not physically fit, but maybe they just don't, or maybe they are physically fit, but they don't have, they're not in concert, I think, concert shape, you know, maybe they're just, you know what I mean, just, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother animal when you're got that much adrenaline pumping through your veins. Um... But he's incredibly, he's incredibly tremendous physically, physical shape. So, you know, the energy comes off at like a million miles an hour. And, you know, the set was amazing. Like I said, the set was amazing. And for me in particular, the band Bleeding Through is probably... I'm, it's hard to say I can't myself really decide who my favorite band of all time is. Um, the debate rages in my head almost on a on a day-to-day basis. It's um, it's, it's you know it's I gotta say I've got there's there's the acacia string is high up there i mean they bleeding through is high up there um there's bands that come in and out of the top but in, for me in my life uh, there's there's probably bleeding through and the acacia string are my two favorite bands of all time 
Oh, I mean, I don't know, but they're the DK strain almost has never failed me, and bleeding through almost has never failed me. So, um, I don't know. People hate on the DK strain a lot, and like I get it. Like it took them a while. You know, they were just making just mosh music, but they've kind of evolved since, and they're making some really deep deathcore music now um but yeah i'll get to the acacia strain later that's a whole nother and they're coming up i guess i'll be talking about their show coming up with um straight from the path coming up in they'll be they'll be in my neck of the woods in october and i will be fucking lit then too um anyways but this is about bleeding through it, it, like i said this is probably 1a and 1b and there was a time when slipknot was my favorite band of all time they have since strayed from the path as it was um hate breed was one of those bands for me as well i couldn't just i was like a solid five-year run i didn't know any other music other than hate breed but back to bleeding through um yeah they're high up there man um uh, if anybody knows me personally you guys know what's up with with me and bleeding through um i've got a long fucking history with that band and i, I mean i've given no and no fucking joke i've given a lot of blood a lot of fucking sweat a lot of fucking tears a lot of fucking pain a lot of fucking suffering to that band um it's just one of those things it's uh when you got a favorite band um and you're you know you're into them and they're you're you mean you give it your all i mean i'm 32 now I don't have a wife or kids, as I say. So, I, music is for me is kind of like still kind of cool. I still listen to music. The bands I like still play shows. Um. So was, until I'm an old man, until I have a fucking kid and a wife and a family, I guess, and I can't go to shows anymore, I guess I won't be as supportive. I guess, but you, you know, I. I'm the bands support me. I support them. I guess works both ways. <clears throat> Damn, my fucking voice is raspy. But yeah, bleeding through play tonight at the Roxy in Hollywood, and um, was not fucking disappointed. Didn't I was actually kind of bored. Not to say that the other bands weren't good. Like I said, Kingdom of Giants was okay can't think of the other band i didn't see noble actually um they just finished as i walked in fire from the gods they were they're actually pretty good i i've seen them before advanced warp tour like two years ago and i just haven't like really got into them musically i mean i've dabbled with their spotify but um as far as like getting to know them or 
listening to the music on a daily basis it's not hasn't happened but they're pre- they're pretty good live i mean i've seen them not twice live and they are really good um you should check them out if you haven't already holy shit it's a fucking full moon out or i don't know if it, it's like i'm just noticing right now maybe like nine tenths full holy shit it's fucking bright out here i didn't notice that there's a little bit of clouds but now they're moving away from the moon it's like kind of got bright I'm outside having a well, that was fucking weird. I haven't gone inside of my house yet, but anyways, as I was saying, um, yeah, Kingdom of Giants, and it was kind of weird because, like, the whole time I felt like everybody at the show was really old, and I don't know why. And like, usually there's a good fair amount of young kids that go to hardcore shows or metal shows in general. Um, I know I'm 32, not no fucking youngin anymore, but nonetheless, young kids are on Spotify and they do all that bullshit, and they get to concerts like more readily than older people do. So it was kind of weird. Uh, there was absolutely no moshing, no even headbanging, no nothing like, not even through Kingdom of. Uh, through fire from the gods which was kind of weird because they're actually pretty heavy you know people were cheering and stuff and like doing their hands in there like retards but there wasn't actually any movement in the crowd which was kind of like weird but (coughs) holy shit but anyways bleeding through came on and yeah the the mood went from it being just like a rock and roll concert to a full-blown fucking mayhem. Um, some of that shit's on my snap. Uh, most of you don't know, but I'm not really on social media anymore. I fucking quit. I fucking quit with social media. I've had it with them. I've had it with that ass. I'm fucking tired of it. And I'll get to discussing that and I'll get us on another podcast, but... I've decided to limit, not limit myself, but I just don't want to be on it anymore. And, like, today was a special occasion for me because I was like, well, um, you know, just this is one of my favorite bands. So I'm going to download my snaps, save them to my fucking phone, and then I'll just have that little concert. Like I did the last concert they bleeding through play. Um... But I had a blast. I mean, I'm watching shit and I'm pretty aggressive. Then um, the music is just as aggressive. If anybody knows that fucking band, you know, they, you know that fucking Bleeding Through is, they're fucking wild. Uh, I don't know. There's other bands out there that are just as wild, but Bleeding Through is. Old Bleeding Through is wild. Their new shit is wild. Um, They've steadily kept the music kind of fucking gnarly or fucking... It's just just fucking... It's just mayhem, man. Um, And, you know, I I can't remember the set list, but I'm just talking about, man... uh, they're one of my favorite bands, so of course I was gonna do a podcast. And this fresh, I just, it just, I'm like just getting back from LA to where I live, 
And here I am, fucked up, like, in the voice. Not necessarily in the body, but I probably burned off, like, two pounds of sweat. Because it was hot as fuck in the Roxy. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, shit was fucking crazy. Uh, I actually liked the setting and the venue. Um, I didn't like that the Roxy was fucking a sweat box, but... Uh, for me, bleeding through is kind of, I've probably seen them mm, 50 times, roughly, maybe, I don't, I wouldn't say like 70, maybe 75 times. Well, I wouldn't definitely not say 100. Um, I've been tagging along with them since about fucking junior maybe sophomore year of high school so you can imagine how long ago that was i mean i graduated in 2003 i probably started fucking with them in 2001 or 2002 um like as portrait of a goddess was coming out as a matter of fact if y'all can dig up the information it was where i first seen them it was hate breed terror was it was actually hate breed bleeding through terror in sinai beach played at um and that was a fucking amazing show you can't get that lineup today without fucking having it be a festival because that shit sells out quick. Um, and all four of those bands at one point were fucking big. Uh, I can't think if it was... A, maybe I don't think... Maybe it was the Palladium or the Wiltern or one of those fucking places. Uh, but that was my first experience with Bleeding Through And since then, I was hooked. I knew, like, I was like, fuck, this band is amazing. Um... Lo and behold, I've got my grubby little hands on Portrait of a Goddess. And since then, I mean, I was in high school, 11th grade. I don't know if I was a senior yet. Um, but, yeah, I got my hands on that. And I was bumping Rise and Our Enemies and Savior Saint Salvation. And my probably my favorite song on the whole album is probably Insomniac. But I mean, a close tie would be Wake of Orion, as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I love Rise. I love Our Enemies. I love Savior Saint Salvation. I love Wake of Orion. I, I Dream of July. But to me, Insomniac is where the band eventually headed in that direction. They steered away from the big. Well, actually, that's not true. Wake of Orion was a big, like, Wake of Orion to me was a precursor to number seven with the bullet. But then they stopped doing songs like that, which I don't get. But whatever. Um, to me, Bleeding Through has kind of been evolving. They kind of do things to me in each album. I mean, and every band should. You don't want to make the same CD twice because then that's kind of stupid. But... Uh, they got they kind of let go of that formula of making these big monstrous breakdownish songs like like the second or third song in the CD like that just went away after this is love this is murders. But anyways, I, yeah, I've been fucking with them since then. Um, gosh, it's probably I followed them like all over the fucking place: San Diego, L.A. Me and my bro went to fucking Fresno or some fucking god awful into. Um, 
some the bottom of a basement in fucking a pizza place. Um, I don't know where the fuck. I probably was Bakersfield or Fresno, but I don't know the name of the place. And that show was fucking lit too. That was uh, bleeding through. Uh, Walls of Jericho, It Dies Today, and Martyr AD. I mean, if anybody knows those fucking bands, and this was this was It Dies Today when It Dies Today was like still hardcore, not fucking screamo or whatever the fuck they turned into. Uh, Walls of Jericho too at that time. Walls of Jericho's on CD like All Hail the Dead is they sound rather tame. But those songs live are are more monstrous than Hatebreed's songs live, and that's incredible. They're an incredible incredible band live. I love Walls of Jericho, um, and I just seen Martyr AD recently this year, back in February, and it had been that long since it had been a decade since I had seen Martyr AD, and they fucking killed it earlier this year. And they killed it back then. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been following Bleeding Through Everywhere. I think I've even gone... Have I gone to see them out of state? Mm, I don't know if I have or not. I'm trying to think. Who the fuck did I see in Las Vegas? I don't go to many concerts out of state because it never lines up when I'm out of state that there's a good-ass concert in town. Uh, when I do go on vacation, it's just never the fucking case. Um, so yeah, I'm, it may, may not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even saying I'm like some sort of bleeding through or some sort of heavy metal super fan where I travel around, watch these bands and play like, are there, play their whole tour and go to each city with them. No, no, I don't do that shit. But when they're in town, I do make an effort to like buy a ticket and go if it's available. It's like, and most likely I can make the time to go like I did tonight. I made the time to go. Um... But yeah, I've been following them around since then, since yeah, early early two thousands. Man, it's we're in almost twenty nineteen now. So it's been a it's been um, at least at least fifteen years, probably closer to sixteen seventeen years. It's been a lot of fucking years, and. I still listen to... I mean, I don't listen to Portrait of a Goddess as much. I've kind of let that album go to the wayside. Which is a shame because they fucking... That CD is absolutely righteous. It's fucking... It's it's the precursor to This Is Love, This Is Murderous. And if anybody knows the band... Um, to me, This Is Love, This Is Murderous. For Bleeding Through. And for... I think any heavy, heavy metal fan... And and I want to say this real quick. Um, I know that I I know bleeding through at one point was like done, and they probably still are done playing old ass songs because that shit was a long ass time ago. But they'll never escape. This is love. This is murderous, and I'll never not listen to that album. Like that, I still listen to. I was listening to it earlier today. I listened to it at the show because I knew what they were going to... I just know that they're going to play a song or two from that album. There's like... That's, they're not, not going to play stuff from there. And that's that's just how it is, man. I mean... if it, it, I mean, it's... I don't know if... This is Love, This is Murderous is right on the ballpoint tip of fucking... It's like... 
to me, I graded, and my grades are skewed because people are gonna throw out other albums and and talk about the the cleanliness and how the. I don't give a fuck about that shit myself. It's heavy metal to me. We're gonna talk about heavy metal for a quick second. Heavy metal is supposed to be raw, fucking angry, fucking aggressive. Uh, it's not supposed to have limitations to it. It's not supposed to be, uh, you're not supposed to sell out. And to me, there's a lot of polished bands. <clears throat> Avenged Sevenfold, Five Finger Death Punch, Slipknot Now, <clears throat> uh, Metallica for a time. There's a lot of polished metal bands. There's They polish them up. System of a Down, Korn, uh, Linkin Park, if you consider that metal. There's a lot of bands that, that attempt it and attempt to lure the heavy metal fan to, like, hey, we can make, we can clean ourselves up. A little bit. It's just, this is heavy metal, but this is heavy metal that maybe your mom or maybe you can throw on at a backyard party and it'd be like acceptable. And, and to me, backyard rock is is it's its own thing, you know. Like I throw on Freak on a Leash at a backyard party because that shit is fucking banging, but that's nowhere near the heaviest fucking song ever. Is it might not even be heavy metal in a sense. But This Is Love, This Is Murderous is, to me, quintessential. It's a cornerstone for me in my eyes. It's a fucking cornerstone album. Like, that, it, it's going to transcend. It, that'll be an album that'll be talked about in heavy metal, at least under the under the surface of heavy metal, as one of those albums that just... Like, holy shit, from start to finish, I mean, it's fucking raw. Um, and I, in in this particular album, I mean, they've got, they've got a beast song. They got, they got a handful, they've got more than a handful of beast songs. They're just fucking tyrannical, fucking heavy, fucking brutal I don't know what what kind of words you want to put to that shit, but it's just fucking an assault. It's what it is. It's a it's a fucking Donnybrook. It's a goddamn. If you if your job was to like I I would put that shit on if I had to go to war. I I put it on when I'm fucking pissed off. I fucking put it on. I would put it on if I had to kill somebody. I would put it on if if uh. I was a fighter. If I was a, if I played a gladiator sport, I would put it on, just to put it on because I wanted to fucking kick a hole in the wall. That's just from the opening tip. Is from the opening tip. You just want to fucking fight somebody. I mean, I like. There's not that many. I mean, there is other bands that do that. Like, like, like Iowa for Slipknot is like probably one of the best albums ever too but um it's just iowa is just a little polished and not that it takes it away but it's i I mean we're comparing apples to oranges but bleeding through this is love this murder is probably that album will trail that man until he dies and beyond um he may not be recognized for uh, 
declaration or love will kill all or the truth even or even portrait of regards but this is love this is murder so will be he's gonna die with it it's just how it, how it is i mean and it's not and they're not even a one-hit wonder band they're not even nothing like that i mean it's just that's how just how good that fucking album is and like i said there's monstrous fucking songs littered in that album i mean i haven't listened to it all the way through in quite some time because we it's just hard to i'm still processing new music from van's warp tour uh so I and i don't got the time i'm getting older i got more responsibilities and i work all the time now um you know music i, I love music to death uh, it's one of those things like people are into fucking cars or people are into fucking cigars or people are into um some other random hobby bullshit that they're into um making youtube videos or whatever the fuck you know taking pictures a million selfies but for me i i hear a good band i fucking throw it on listen to that shit and if the band is good if to me if the band is good uh there's a good chance i might go see them um and even even i feel that even way about rappers like i never really thought about going to rap concerts but there's some rappers that are that have kind of like eyeballing like damn if this shit wasn't so expensive i would go anyways uh, yeah that album is fucking it's fucking i don't even know how to fucking describe it man i mean you have to listen to it if you're a heavy metal fan you have to listen to it. and it just and that's on the heavy metal aspect of it there is it's littered with raw fucking hardcore aspects to it it a uh, fucking punk aspect to it um it's it's all of it man it's everything that you want in a fucking an underground a band that was struggling to i don't even know if they were struggling at that point but they were just when you're a band and you start off you're gonna go to the most extremes you know to push the envelope to be this band like separate yourselves from the fucking uh, like the million other bands that are, are trying to fucking take your dollar or take your little bit of if you singing like and for me this is like true of all emo bands all emo bands uh mayday parade all of those fucking bands uh the use they all sound the fucking same uh, and I, and I know that's not true that they all have different songs, different lyrics, and they sound, they actually do sound different. But to me, in my head, it just filters as being the same. And and even heavy metal bands, like when they start, there's a lot of bands that sound exactly the same. Um, I don't know why that is, but you know, I guess one thing works. Other bands try to cut it, try to replicate it. Maybe they try to one up the other band with some more clever lyrics. But the music is is pretty much the same band with some with some clever lyrics. But <clears throat> this is love. This is murderous. I mean, I can't go into track by track, but it starts off with the with a sound clip. It's fucking iconic. Everybody knows it. As soon as the fucking little the sound clip hits, people in the. I mean, the sound clip. I don't know why people. You guys uh, have never been to a bleeding through show, but as soon as I don't know why, but people expect that sound clip to hit and they already are fucking you're already moshing and it's like bro like 
the song's like 20 seconds away. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. But I've gotten used to it over the years. Um, the sound clip hits. Uh, it's from the Boondock Saints, the original Boondock Saints. Um, yeah, he's standing in front of the house and he can't figure out what happened. He's like, it was a firefight. Uh, if you guys know, you guys, yeah, that's where it comes from. But people are moshing during that shit. And then the song actually doesn't actually kick in for probably like another 10 seconds because there's a. There's like a 10 second drum solo in the beginning. I mean, I don't even know if it's a drum solo, but it just sets up like the rest of the song. And then it just fucking takes off. The song just takes off and uh, the lyrics are there. Um, I don't know how many times I was fucking like saying horror. I've been screaming horror. Uh, not horror. Horror. Uh... You know, people. That's a, one of those words. If you, if horror to, to me reminds me of Halloween, so I mean, I don't. But that doesn't really make sense in the song. But it's in there, and there is just people know it. If you know that band, you know it. You know what song I'm talking about. Uh, and then it ends just. It ends good too with just a little bit of singing. But, you know, it kicks, you know, it just sets up the whole, the rest of the CD, man. Because there's like a fucking disastrous breakdown in the middle of it. And that, and that, had, and that song in particular has fucked me at least twice that I'm aware of in the past. Fucking broke my nose to that shit. Uh, and I've been, I don't know where I was concussed, but I've been fucking hitting the eyes. Uh, just, just a lot of machismo, aggressive dudes want to get in on that fucking song. And sometimes they open with it. Sometimes it hits second or third song in. Sometimes mid set. They've never closed with it, but it's just there and fucking everybody wants to fucking mosh. Everybody wants to fucking get a piece of it. And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers. But it's ruined. Yeah, it's fucking, I broke my nose to that shit. Uh, like two minutes into their fucking concert and I was fucking done. Was bleeding everywhere. I was literally bleeding through fucking everywhere. And yeah, it's just what it is, man. Uh, but moving on, you got Sweet Vampires and you got number seven with the bull, which is probably like... it's there, There's that song and that song is the definition of what heavy fucking metal is supposed to be. Um... To the T. To the fucking T. If you, if you guys don't know heavy metal, what heavy metal is, I, I'm, it, I would send that song into space just so other fucking space creatures could fucking hear it and be like, oh my God, there is something fucking seriously wrong with humans and they wouldn't know what to make with it because it's just fucking gnarly. Um, but moving on, I mean, you got uh, On Wings of Lead... Uh, Murder by Numbers, City of the Condemned, uh, yeah, man, I mean, Shadow Walker, Shadow Walker is another one of my favorites because it's so short, you know, that's just in that album with this big, these big monstrous songs and like, Shadow Walker is like, it's just really quick and it's really angry and it's really there. 
They, and I think I've seen them. I think I've seen them play every song on that album. And I think, yeah, I think I've seen them play every song on this album. But this song that I want to talk about and and kind of move past this album and move past it's probably. I mean, I don't even know how to fucking say this, but it might be the best song maybe ever. I don't know. It's not. Maybe it's not the best song ever written, because the lyrics are fucking simple. But it probably is the best, rawest, most repugnant, fucking brutal, fucking ab- absolutely out of control song ever. I don't know. Like I think kind of. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It might be. It just might be that song. I don't know what the fuck's going on. My neighbor's coming out of his house. It's like 2 in the morning. Maybe they can hear me talk. I'm not sure. I'm going to move to the other side. But, yeah, I think that song is fucking... And, and if you guys know, you guys know what song this is. Um... Uh, they ain't no, they ain't no need to fucking dance around what revenge I seek is. It's, it's fucking absurd. It's, oh man, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've gone so far in my life. That song is, has, is so much, man. I mean, that one also starts off with the sound clip. And I like how the, the symmetry, it's, this album starts with the sound clip. And the album ends with a sound clip. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, the lyrics, I don't know if you want guys Google the fucking lyrics. I mean, the lyrics are just the most unpresentable fucking thing. You cannot fucking play that around your parents. You cannot play that in front of kids. You cannot play it. And that's exactly how heavy metal should be. That's how punk should be. It should not be socially acceptable. It should be these fucking things that you can't say, but you want to say, but you're not supposed to say, but you feel it. Um, yeah, just... If you guys don't know, I mean, a quick Google search of Revenge I Seek, Bleeding Through Lyrics, uh, will give you a taste of what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and in my life, that song... I used to feel like that song was... I always imagined myself, like, saying that shit to other people. I would always... I always felt like that would be something, like... If I was ever really mad at somebody, I would just fucking blurt those words out to them. Um... And I've gone through several phases with the song in and of itself, cause this that song is like a fucking album in and of itself. Like, it's got a it's got a intro, it's got a a fast paced beginning, and then it fucking slows down, and it gets to the meat of the song, and then the song ends, 
you know, mercifully after you've already been punished for listening to it, it ends. But, I mean, and I'm not going to go through all the lyrics, but, I mean, it's pretty much, I don't know how many times the dude, Brandon, says fuck you or fuck in the song, but, I mean, it's like every other word. Uh, and that's how it's supposed to, that's how, that's how this shit's supposed to be, man. I don't know, like, it might be, there's a few songs that I can definitely, and I've made a playlist on Spotify, and I don't know actually how long I'm going to be on Spotify. Um... Just the way things are right now with my life, I don't know what is what is going on and what's happening. I have no no fucking idea. But while I do have access to Spotify, I'm going to still use it uh, until I don't have access to it, and then I guess I won't be using it, and then I will be struggling for music until I can get all the music that I had on my other phone onto this new phone that I have. Uh, but yeah, revenge I seek, man. I mean, the words. I mean, the one. I mean, it's Hollywood too. It's it's got a one liner. It's got the one liner. It's got probably the most one of the most iconic one liners in heavy metal hardcore history. And I've been dabbling with heavy metal for a long fucking time. I know what I'm talking about. Um, Hardcore in metalcore and heavy metal bands looking for that knockout song, you know, to send them over to the top. And that, and I think that song did it for them. I mean, if you didn't know who Bleeding Through was and you just randomly seen them and you were a heavy metal fan, you would be like, "What the fuck?" And they and for a while they were ending with that, or they were. It would be like the second to the last song. Um, but they would end with it occasionally, and that and I would be like, you'd get assaulted like the entire time you were at the concert, and then that song kicks in. And it, it, I mean, if you don't know that song, I mean, it's kind of hard to explain, but you have to listen to it to understand. Like, like I said, it's a whole album, and it's so and it's so fucking fast. It's so aggressive. It's so heavy. It's so fucking... The song is perfect. Like I said, it might be one of the best metal songs ever composed. And there's still... I mean, there still isn't songs. And I don't know why people never caught on to that idea as being like some sort of a trend. But I mean, that's what makes Bleeding Through Bleeding Through. And that's why Bleeding Through is still around. A lot of bands are not. I mean, there's numerous bands like All Shall Perish... um, I mean, I I don't even want to get into the bands that have disappeared on people. Cold War, Donnie Brook. Um, there's all kinds of fucking bands. Um, Dead to Fall. I don't. I think I actually seen Dead to Fall was playing a show somewhere, but I'm not sure. Uh, there's a there's a ton of bands, and I think it's because bands are convinced not to go to the not to go to that extreme. But you should. You're a heavy metal fucking band. You're already extreme. You should push the envelope like beyond it. And that song does it. And like like I said, I used to feel... I always felt that that song was... I could direct it at people. Use it as motivation, maybe. But over the years, it's kind of... I kind of turned it inwards. Like... I kind of feel like people are telling me that. And... You know, if you've ever been in like a long relationship, 
and you get dumped or you get fucking trampled on or you get fucking pushed to the side or whatever the case may be. It's just one of those things like it's just one of those things where we're like I feel like those are actual words directed at me now maybe in my older days and the made I kind of feel like yeah like they're directed at me now and, and not that I feel a type of way about it necessarily but I kind of feel like Like, it gives me a different sense of the song now. Like, through the years, like... Like, people always, like... Are fucking with me, like... Because like they don't give a fuck about me. Uh, people always, like... There's girls always. I mean, I could talk days about girls. Like, girls and people... And it's a big joke online. If you look online and say men ain't shit. Fucking, you're just another dude. There's a million dudes just like you. You're not fucking special. And it's like, okay. Like, you take it on the chin and you take it on the chin and you take it on the chin. Uh, You get fired from your work because they think you're fucking... And I've been fired and I've been not paid. And I've been uh, told I suck at what I do. Um, Slow. Like, literally everything. And they literally... they sugarcoat shit and they just don't tell you like hey fuck you like fuck off I don't want I don't want you to work they do it in this other way but it, you kind of under the sense under the layer maybe I don't know maybe it's racism I don't know but there's people just all at all the time maybe it's the other shit maybe it's just that who knows like what the fuck people's problems are with people but the older I get the more I kind of just people are fucking People don't fucking care about you at all. If they can fuck you over, they will. And if you let them fuck you over, they'll do it. And they will keep fucking you over until you're done being fucked, I guess. Like, and that's literally how that song... Now, in my older days, like before, like I said, I would think that I would be the one saying that shit to people. But it's more people are the ones doing it to me. And... You know, it, like I said, the song has gone through several phases with me, but more I'm at in particularly right now, it's kind of like, yeah, it, the song is directed at fucking me, even though it, I should be directing at people. And it may change again in the future. It may be one of those songs, because I don't know, when I get older and I have a wife and kid, I don't know if I'd be listening to that song much. I don't know if fucking, you know, don't know if how that song will shape out in the long run. But I can tell you this, that song is fucking definitely within the top three of the best songs I've ever, that I've ever fucking, my ears have ever listened to. Uh, That's, like I said, I've been talking about that song for a few minutes now, there's just... That's just how I feel about it. It's just... It's that fucking good, man. I can't even... <sighs> yeah. In the words... The the one-liner in there... Fuck you forever. Uh, I've got it tattooed on me... In, in the most heinous fucking way. 
Uh, I tell people, people don't know. Like I forget, I forget that the, my tat that I have the tattoos that I have, occasionally. Like I just don't fucking pay attention to it myself that much. Maybe because I can't see it. Um, and I wish I had the girl that the most recently happened with. I wish I was on better terms with her. I wish I was. I wish I could bring her in, but. Or bring her closer into, you know, my circle. But it's just not happening. And she's the most recent example. Um, just randomly, some guy was like, yo, dude. Does that say what it says on your arm? And I just, I knew what he was talking about. Because now it's happened to me. I don't know, man. I mean, hundreds of times now, people are, are like completely blown away by what's fucking tattooed on my arms and people are shocked when they see i get two reactions to it i mean i have the I have fuck you forever uh in big letters in big fucking jersey printed letters like on my forearms because i really don't honestly i don't really give a fuck like and that's probably why I get fired from shit, but whatever. But nonetheless, I mean, people are bitchy about tattoos, but you can always wear long sleeves. And and, and what I feel about it, I mean, I know my tattoos are vulgar as fuck, and the, the ones specifically, but if somebody's, well, I don't know why people would just be looking at your arm. That's kind of weird. If that makes any sense. If I have fuck you written on my forehead. Yeah that would be something. If it was like on my shirt. That would be another thing. But it's it's on my arm. It's kind of like hidden in a sense. But I mean and then it's not. Anyways yeah. The the guy at the movie theaters. Like about a week ago now. Uh, actually I don't know when it was. Yeah maybe about a week ago. A week and a half ago. I was just like, dude, like, what does that say on your arm? And I showed him, like, because I knew which arm he was looking at. It was my right arm. My right arm is the one that has fuck you on it. And he was like, dude, I want to get a picture of that. That's crazy. And then I was like, oh. He was like, well, come inside. And I came inside and I put the two arms together. And it just, like, those words, you can't get any more sense. That one-liner is fucking great you fuck you forever like people geek geeked out about it and like i said the girl that was there with me i mean i'm no rock star but the guy took a picture of my arms and that's kind of cool i mean it happens once in a while uh yeah and it happens every so often like like i said i'm getting used to it now because i've had the tattoos on my arms for six seven eight years now and it happen. It probably happens like once a month, maybe twice a month, minimum. Sometimes it's more. Sometimes I'm like, "Damn, is this like everybody looking at the tattoos for the first time?" Like, holy shit. But anyway, uh, I get I get asked about it a lot. Um, 
yeah, it's just one of those things, man. I'm gonna have it now. I'm gonna have that trailing with me until I die too. Like I'm never gonna cover it up. Uh, people are gonna just have to accept what my arm's saying. Just be it. And just be it. Um, but that was probably one of the best tattoos, like ideas I've ever came up with to get. Uh, even I even freaked out the the dude tattooing on me. He's like, "Dude, are you sure you want this?" I was like, "Dude, I, I'm not fucking right here in front of you telling you to do it." If I didn't want it done. And. Yeah. It, that's that's that. I mean. Bleeding through. Yeah. I just. The show was amazing man. Uh, the. To me. Well. Just finishing off with. This is Love This Murders. Uh, yeah. Revenge I Seek ends this shit. Fucking. Perfectly. The album. I probably give it. A 9.9 out of a 10. It's not the... I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, there's there's other bands. There's other really, really good albums. I mean, that album is in the top. It's in the top. But, I mean, there's other good albums. I mean, I could think off the top of my head. I mean, there's a few other albums that are just like, I'll never get over, like... Decacia Strain's got two albums that I just completely cannot. I always go back to listening to those songs because they're fucking amazing. And I just don't know. Bleeding Through's got an album like that. Hatebreed's got an album like that. Slipknot's got an album like that. I mean, there's just bands that got albums. And I and I got to organize. Like I said, this musical debate that I got going on, I'll have to organize it later. And put that shit in into my order. I mean, my order doesn't matter for shit because these are we're talking one A, one B, one C, one D, one E, one F. Like these are my top favorites, and and to rank them one through five with if five being way lesser than one is not even accurate. They're probably level with each other. Um, but anyways, moving on. As after this is love, this murders. They took a they went they they blew up. And they came back at it with the truth. And I have a love-hate relationship with the truth. Because I kind of wanted them to do like. Just the most extreme this shit again. And they kind of toned it way back. Um, they polished it up a little bit. They, that, there was their, that was their one to me. Their most polished album. As far as like. I think it just. It kind of. They kind of steered away a little bit from that just extra raw fucking... The songs that they play on that album are live or fucking great. Like, they've kind of stopped playing Tragedy of Empty Streets. Um, They still play I, I Kill to Believe in... But they stopped playing Love in Slow Motion. Um, I can't think of the other little short song and... Uh, they don't play anything at the end of the CD. I mean, they don't... And they haven't... They never really, uh, outside of the time when they came out with that album, they didn't really play anything. They don't. They played some of the songs and they didn't play them all, and then they kind of just like shuffled that out of the rotation fairly quick. I've never seen "Line in the Sand" live. Uh, that would be a song I would actually enjoy watching live, just like as a break from the fucking moshing. But they never played it live that I'm aware of. Well, I mean, maybe they have played it live, but I've never seen them you know, anywhere here local. And I've been to a lot of local shows that they played. So 
that says something to me that they just are like that's a song that they made and maybe they just don't want to get into it. Anyways, the truth rocked. I mean, but it was this is love, this is murderous was just one album, and then there was like it just completely the truth. I don't know if the truth could have ever if it had gone a different direction. I don't know. If it could have, I'm not in the band, and I don't know what they had other ambitions, you know. But I don't know even if they had decided, you know what, we're not gonna polish this. We're gonna go extra, extra extreme. If they were gonna come out with extra, extra extreme, and a lot of bands like Junior album, they kind of got a funky vibe to it. That happened to a lot of bands like that I know personally. Um, like it had, everybody had a funky vibe to it, but it's okay. I mean, I still rock, I still rock that CD. The truth is really good. And then there was a big break. Well, maybe there wasn't a break, but it was kind of like the truth happened and then they kind of went to Europe. So they didn't see them for a little bit, but then Declaration came out and I kind of resurfaced back into them. And they've been steadily pumping out music, and then they retired a few years ago. Because uh, they weren't playing that much. They weren't doing much. Um, I've only seen them a handful of times in the last, like, five or six years. I've only seen them, like, four or five times that I can think of. Because before, it was like, I would try to see them, like, two, three, four times a year at least. Maybe more. I mean, they were, like, always touring there was always coming around rocking shit and then they would because they're a local band they would be like i would catch them on a tour and they would just randomly play a fucking a show with like a collection of bands and do like a halloween show so they they were always like i would see them at least back in the day like five six times a year at least is now it's like once in a while type of deal like once in a great while but like I said, that, that band is really good. I just wanted to get some shit about them, like, out there. Because it's just, it's just fresh, and I'm fucking sitting in my car. I was standing outside. It was a little cold, and I think my neighbor was tri- kind of tripping. Because I'm talking. I think maybe he could hear me. But I'm in, I'm in my car now. And I got only a few minutes left. But, yeah, uh, they ended with... They didn't play uh on wings of lead which i'm already over that song like i've heard that song live so many times and they've been ending with it for a while now like it's about time they switched up the ending song they finally switched up the beginning songs to their sets and now i think they actually have a better they got rid of the intro and they got uh darkness of feeling i know going for them and i actually like how that starts off their shows because it's singing it's not really a, i mean it is a song but it's not really like a song that they've ever done before well there's no it's just singing and and keyboards and then it, they dip right into fade into the ash and then the set takes off from there um, um, the new, uh, the newest shit, my favorite song is Buried. If this somehow gets to fucking 
any member of Bleeding Through, yo, what the fuck, we, when we ever gonna hear that shit over here in LA, or, or Orange County, or the Inland Empire, like, put that motherfucker in there, like, already, like, I get you guys, you guys like the other songs and shit, like, Dead Eyes, and, um, all the other songs, like, I get, like, those are cool songs, but me as a heavy metal fan, me as a guy that just likes my shit fucking a little extra heavy, Buried is it, uh, so is Slave, I mean, I would like to hear those songs, so, I don't know, if it, if this shit ever gets to you guys, what the fuck is up, like, let's do it, man, just, I mean, in Buried, it goes so fast, you can just throw it in there, it's like, I think it's only, the song's only, it's less than three minutes, I think, it's just, Hammer it out real quick so we can, so I can just hammer a motherfucker in the head. <laughs> uh, yeah, also Slave is really good, man. Too like that song has been slowly growing on me. Like, um, it, it's just been slowly, slowly. Holy shit, I'm fucking tired. But it's been slowly growing on me. But I really like Slave though. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't know when I'm going to see them again because I think they got a few shows and then the year's kind of over. So probably won't see them again this year and just who knows next year. Uh, usually shows don't start picking up to like March, April because I, I think bands kind of time it that way. Uh, nobody does any, nobody really does those Christmas and Halloween shows anymore. Because it's like something bands don't want to do. Uh, that beginning of the year bullshit where nobody has money so they don't tour. Uh, that tax money doesn't really kick in until February or March. So that's when bands start going at it again. Like, And I probably won't. I, we're in August now. So we're months away before I get another crack at a show with them. But I've got a slew of concerts coming up. I said the K-Strings coming up. Emir and Wage Wars coming up. Uh, we've got Whitechapel, Oceano, and Chelsea Green coming up. I've got what else that I fucking got coming up? Uh, Harm's Way and Terror, possibly up in Berkeley coming up. I had a shitload. Kublai Khan is coming up at the Glass House, which is fucking amazing. Um, yeah, I got a, I got a bunch of I got concerts set for the rest of the year, and some good ones. And I guess this is just one I just happened to go to. It's fresh on my mind. This I wanted to speak on it before you know it gets shuffled into the abyss. Uh, but yeah, we're running out of time here. Uh, Bleeding Through is one of one of my favorite bands. Uh, already talked about the albums more or less, and I kind of just grazed over fucking Declaration and shit, but. I mean, pretty much, This Is Love, This Is Murder, this is the album that you need to, you know, pay attention to because it's what the fuck they're all about. Anyways, this has been an episode with, with your boy D. You know what it is, just the D is...